cheer. I listen to the black guy who tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> Hove. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy with Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Mm-hmm. Had a busy day yesterday, wasn't able to do the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I said, you had a busy day today. I did have a busy day today. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was like, let's go ahead and get over it. <laughs> I'm booked and busy, everybody. But we're about to start slowing down and crashing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would have gone and taken a nap and mm-hmm. y'all wouldn't have seen me today. Mm-mm. I was kind of thinking about it. But um, <laughs> I haven't even had time to cook today. Um, oh, you haven't? No. But uh, you want me to cook? I, I, these are household discussions we don't have to have <laughs> on the podcast. My bad. Um, but uh, no, nah, we've uh, just work stuff. Um, Draped a Maniacs episode three dropped today. Mm-hmm. You may hear some voice work from me in it yes your voice shout out to your voice work i had uh hit up uh dexter and john uh who we worked with for shout out on uh, with through shadow dog productions and mm-hmm. i you know i told them that i'm very grateful and thankful for going through that process and it actually forces you to sharpen your skills and voice of work is is, is a lot is it's more work than people think it is and uh you already have like a you almost embrace the characters and things like that and so it was really really neat because i kind of heard it like i didn't hear the everything but i kind of heard the voice you did mm-hmm. and to hear them take it and like actually i don't know if it's reverb or what but they did it to actually make it sound really really old i was like oh you're talking oh. about the episode two vaudeville i'm yes. saying i'm also at episode three yes that was good yeah too. i'll just i'm moving on karen okay when you're a star like me in the voice acting game uh you don't really think about the last two jobs you think about the last job and the next job uh, oh, you know? oh shit. so well, it skills me just saying time you, you may hear you may hear a voice you recognize if you if you listen to these episodes um but no i i I do uh yeah i I told them the same thing like um shout out to shadow dog productions because i I really think the working doing all those plays for dexter really Mm -hmm. helped me get my voice acting chops Um, right and then just you know i've always been a very imaginative creative person so um a lot of times you know people hear it when we do the show and and there's a, a, a article i'm reading and it's like oh it's, it's this type of person i try to read it in that voice mm-hmm. not always good but i try to always at least make it funny <laughs> even if it's bad but uh yeah I, I definitely uh am enjoying doing that show and i'm glad people are listening and, and tagging too. us on twitter and all that stuff uh but yeah Jeff, drake the maniacs episode three check it out Mm-hmm. it's been a a lot of fun and i'm i've been listening every week and i'm looking forward this was the first one that was like a part one and so i cannot wait to see to hear the rest of it mm-hmm. uh because it's like who who's the first like black american yeah so it's like really fun and the first dude was fucking hilarious i was like oh so that's what happened and, and it's actually really really fun so i know uh the best is yet to come so if you're not listening please do get on it they are really fun it's like a it's, it's a fun ride because you have music background they, people are talking they're using modern language it's actually really fun i actually got a um 
I actually got a email from somebody I work with. Now this episode is not out yet, and it's an episode that I wrote most of, mm-hmm. and I, it won't be out for like another few weeks. Mm-hmm. But I did some voice work for it, and it was very challenging because I wrote this character, and I wrote it. You'll know it when you hear it. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, don't spoil it. I wrote it in the style of a rapper, and it's a rapper that I really can't imitate, but. <laughs> no one else could do the voice because i wrote raps and stuff you got to know how it's going yeah and so i i uh karen was went to sleep one night and uh i came in here and i just you know because i because i knew to do the voice well not because i'm a night out but to do the voice i need complete like i can't even i don't even want anybody to hear me (laughs) doing the voice because i know it's bad but also like it won't work unless i go a hundred percent in okay and just like just double down on just the silly ridiculousness of what i'm doing Mm -hmm. and at least that's the way my brain works i'm self-conscious like that and so i did it and i sent it in and you know uh and i actually sent it a couple days late because i've i messed up the days or whatever but you know it takes weeks to put these episodes out so it wasn't like a huge deal i was a couple days late right but um I'm sending in and then right before the show, no joke, I got an email from somebody that works in with the company uh that sees this work before it's out. Mm-hmm. And it says, also, I just have to say that I listened to the episode so many times because that's just part of the job because right. they're working behind the scenes. So they have to make sure yeah. all the stuff goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Geraldo letter still cracks me up every single time. Now, that's in i think this episode that y'all listen to today Mm -hmm. if you listen to it Mm -hmm. ha 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 oh my god it's so funny and your delivery so good and i'm listening to it for the 56th time 56th time right now and i'm laughing just thought i'd tell you it never gets old and i just said thank you because you know that's the kind of work i want to do and uh that's the kind of fun i want to have in the things that i do i was you know i want life to be easier for the people around me that know me the people i work with i want them to be like i think a ride i think of a person that makes shit easier not because we all know motherfuckers that make things harder that think it's their job to challenge you or whatever it is and so you know you need those people not saying it's all bad but you know my goal is to to be like easy to work with don't just challenge yeah (laughs) so um but yeah that's what's going on over here yeah I baked bacon in the oven for the first time. It was delicious. And those eggs this morning was outstanding. Really? Thank you. Yes, those eggs was really, really good. They wouldn't cook regularly. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, I, so I used a little bit of butter instead of oil. Mm. And then I, uh put some i put the eggs in there like i broke uh, probably probably it's probably like five or six eggs because it was between, I split between both of us. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I put paprika. I cut up some chives, some fresh chives. That's what that was. Put the okay. chives in it. I took some, obviously, salt and pepper. Um, and then we didn't have any, like, shredded cheese or anything. So I took some Swiss cheese slices that we got from the deli, and I, like, cut them up, like, you know, into little pieces and okay. put them in there. You you could have used the um, grater. I don't – it was slices of cheese, so it just – Oh, slice is not a block. My bad. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Bad, my, my bad. I see what you're saying. Um, and so I did that, and then I cooked them kind of on like below medium, like almost medium low, not all the way to medium low, mm-hmm. but I started them below medium, 
and i probably and they were, they were cooking very slow like it cooked probably like because the bacon was baking for 20 minutes so i was like i ain't no need to rush these eggs because then the eggs just gonna and be you, cold as shit and you can tell that and it so wasn't dry at all i cooked them slow and oh and i put a little bit of milk in them okay and so i cooked them that's why i said this these don't taste like regular ass eggs i cooked them slow and then i just did the the i took like a spoon every once in a while and just kind of like stirred them just a little bit like with a yeah. wooden spoon mm-hmm. uh in like a figure eight and then uh once the bacon was done i turned the heat up a little bit over medium and i just made sure to constantly stir uh as they formed together into the eggs now they did like i like my eggs a little bit different in that uh sometimes what i'll do is actually let that let them sit in the pan for a long time without stirring them and when they're like 70 percent done that's when i first start stirring them and, and then, it, the and then it's basically done but i didn't yeah. do that this time okay i just, I just constantly started on a very low temperature and, and they I turned out to be like a very soft low. yeah they were very like soft kind of egg not runny or anything mm-hmm. though they were done yeah, all the way through soft but there was like a softness to them that yes. i normally don't have right it was soft it was uh, it was soft and juicy i don't know if that makes sense mm-hmm. but but yeah but it was soft it was tender they were done yeah but they wouldn't like dry and they you weren't know? running at all no they yeah. weren't running at all but was, they i were, mean i like them too they were really good because I, I took was a picture of them. i was like "Woo, this is good they're on my instagram if y'all want to see them okay and along with the bacon okay uh that bacon was good too. baked bacon is good i gotta now people put me up on game some people was like you can microwave bacon i hear y'all but i don't have kids so i'm gonna go ahead and take the the, the long time to get it right <laughs> you ain't trying to run i i get if i had kids i'd probably be found trying to find a i get like i get why people use rice cookers because you busy and you got a bunch mm-hmm. of shit to do i don't like rice cookers i'd rather make my rice by hand every time because i think it tastes better than a rice cooker but rice cooker is good if you need a baseline and you don't want to miss you don't got time to be making rice twice i don't blame you that's the truth and we uh, ain't been here all day microwave bacon feels a little like you know i make kool-aid for my family because i got too much shit <laughs> going on i gotta fucking make this bacon fast as possible i need bacon in four minutes <laughs> i've done bacon in the microwave years ago i haven't done it well recently. there's there's new bacon technology there's, there's like a thing you put the bacon on oh you know okay and dj train rice cookers are probably better than humans but i'm also better than humans so you ain't had my rice <laughs> mind your business um but yeah the bake you can air fry it yeah someone brought that up i've air fried bacon before mm-hmm. uh i thought it was just all right isn't air fried bacon to me first of all it just feels like a waste of me using my air fryer it's just like really i gotta like I like, it just feel like I got clean air fryer after this and shit. At least the way I do it, not the way Karen does it. But I don't like to use the parchment. Child, I'm gonna use that parchment paper. Ain't nobody got time to clean that thing every time you use it. Right. So, for me personally, Rod, that does most of the cooking here. <laughs> I don't like air fried bacon, and then pan bacon is finicky as fuck. Like I have a big cast iron skillet, and it's such a weird thing with bacon. It's like bacon is like raw forever in my cast iron and then it's fucking burned <laughs> like it's a it's a like you take your eye off that pan man you risking a lot and a cast iron not like other pans you just it's oh i'll move forgiving. it off the i'll move it off the eye of the stove and it'll figure it out that shit no. will continue to cook so uh yeah for me i have to um you know so so anyway i can do it but it's just I, it takes too much attention but then people say there's like 
apparatuses the microwave bacon now tanya gate showed me one but the thing was you have to turn off the part of the microwave that where it, where it rotates i don't even know how to do that i don't even know how to do it either and it's Shit, so like you gotta know, i just know how to do the 50 percent. and then you have to rotate it halfway through yourself uh oh manually yeah uh, okay so i was like i don't know about this microwave bacon i think i'm out already <laughs> it's already to do <laughs> but baked bacon now the thing with the baked bacon I, I, that i found out today you gotta buy like a little thing so you can like a, a thing to raise it off of the pan i mean off of the sheet okay so that the drippings drip down into the into the sheet into the baking like pan that you have it in is it the ones with the riffle and like the, the yeah yeah you know you yeah. know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. like a like a rack kind of yeah. that you put the bacon on and that'll keep it from getting too soggy and too greasy and stuff ah, uh, and it, flo- so, it flows on the sides yeah. yeah like the one i now the way i did it today it i didn't have to worry about that because i used a flat baking sheet but then when i took it out i had to be real careful not to spill no bacon grease or nothing anywhere uh in the kitchen so i was like fuck uh, this is this isn't ideal so uh, 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 yeah. i see what you're saying they also have like racks you probably like yeah racks yeah you put it on yeah that's what i'm saying yeah so anyway that was that was my day uh and then i had meetings and i was on keith and the girl mm-hmm. uh which the podcast should be out sometime tonight or tomorrow should be but uh yeah i don't know what the title of the episode is gonna be but check it out <laughs> whenever you're hearing this all right uh i guess we can go ahead and get into the show show um i guess oh i did want to say we have a cross promotion going on uh best of the left is a podcast unlike anything else out there because it's all about curation rather than creation jay tomlinson has been producing the show since its inception and uses his years of experience to shape each episode in ways that dive deeper and bring out more details on topics than is usually possible from a single source basically we've been on there before where like they took a clip from our show mm-hmm. um and then they'll like put it in there and then they'll bring like other shows that are progressive and take clips from there put it in there and you listen to there you listen to that podcast best of the left and you basically hearing like here's some good takes from left people and it's a diverse takes they're not just all the same take mm-hmm. it's not all the same opinions it's different shows but you know if you want to get that diversity of opinion all in one place um uh you should go there and yeah. like i said well produced excellently curated it good people it'll it'll make you think and they'll sometimes like i listen sometimes they'll talk about topics that i'm not gonna say was furthest from your mind but you be like oh yeah that does make sense like the fact that they presented it to you make you consider it mm-hmm and that's what i really love about that show so yeah make sure y'all check that out best of the left podcast um get it wherever you get podcast mm-hmm. and uh tell them we sent you yes please all right now let's get into the regular degular show all right make me want to play a video game (laughs) 
uh it's been i've been teasing this for a while and we haven't done it um but let's talk about these motherfuckers trying to steal the election because they are i've been telling y'all we were going to do this show for a while so we're going to do as many as we can there's way too many to do them all uh but let's just fuck around and find out what's going on like they did um let's go with the more recent ones a judge has blasted the QAnon shaman for recanting his apology and refuses to toss out his plea agreement. So, I don't blame him. You know who the QAnon shaman is? Yeah, that's ain't that that dude with the horns? The one with the horns. Mm-hmm. Thought he was big and bad and got and got in jail. Talking about uh, y'all don't do vegan, no bitch, because you voted against the humanity of the people in jail because you never thought you would be there. Look like he was doing uh, brave uh like braveheart cosplay mm-hmm. you know like um at any rate um his name is jacob chansley and he actually uh got convicted he pled guilty he apologized and then the judge was still like you gonna get these you gonna get this time though right you was everywhere you was the face right he pled guilty at a hearing in september of uh of that year to one count of obstructing an official proceeding for attempting to stop congress from certifying president joe biden's electoral victory over joe uh over donald trump as part of his plea agreement prosecutors dropped five other charges against him as during the sentencing he was profusely apologetic he said i broke the law and if i believe in freedom if i believe in law and order if i believe in responsibility and accountability then that means that i should do what gandhi would do and take responsibility even and especially when it incriminates me no ifs ands or buts about it that's what men of honor do Mm -hmm, because you thought they were going to be lenient then when they wasn't you got mad so that means you were never sincere so get these years so he got 41 months as his sentence which is far less than the 20 year maximum he could have gotten and um you know it is uh believed by the this judge who um who who uh chastised him or whatever um said if you hadn't have been so fucking apologetic you wouldn't even have got that low sentence like right, you crying was higher. why we didn't give you a 20 year sentence right it'd have been much higher well he was released from prison in march of this year and uh after his elite release at first he expressed regret for his guilty plea and tried to get it was reversed reversed mm-hmm. right uh because <laughs> that's just what you can do <laughs> good to be white you know <laughs> uh you know what you know what they say um with the right white man we can do anything you better leave them alone. You fuck around and make Mary Gardner mad. I'm like, oh yeah, them other five charges, bring them bitches back up. You better go on and get, <laughs> and get out of here. Um, so yeah, he, he said, um, yeah, I, I like to have my charges reversed and they, but, but I'm still very sorry and I didn't mean to do it. I'm they sorry. They said no, no sir. Meanwhile, Tucker Carlson aired security footage from the January 6th riot obtained by Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy that he falsely claimed demonstrated it was a peaceful protest and you know over there they can make their own reality i agreed uh it, so 
one piece of footage obtained by carlson is a 10 second clip that shows chansley outside the senate chamber chansley claimed the clip proved his innocence and that prosecutors withheld the video footage from him before he entered his plea agreement chansley's court filings asked the judge to invalidate his guilty plea uh they're premised on the arguments that the justice department messed up by failing to hand over that 10 second video that him and his attorneys were in it said were ineffective because they they failed to get their hands on the clip don't give a fuck 10 seconds ain't gonna make a motherfucking difference go to jail yeah the judge called those legal arguments devoid of common sense right and that the video does not prove that he's innocent Mm-mm. um but yeah they're trying to um trying to, to fight these results mm-hmm. and i mean who would think the people that denied the peaceful transfer of power and the legitimacy of the pre the the president would somehow not believe in the legitimacy of the um penalties that they received uh, another january 6th defendant unleashed a courtroom rant at sentencing hearing attacking everything from groceries and gas prices to the prosecutors <laughs> trying her case <laughs> Uh, yes i said her case having a problem with everybody hey stop me if you heard this state before a florida music instructor what who uses a flagpole who used a flagpole to what wait what was surprising karen (laughs) what was the what that it was florida (laughs) a music instructor oh okay okay yeah okay now that is surprising good point (laughs) i didn't expect that a florida music instructor who used a flagpole to attack a police officer during the january 6th riot was sentenced to six years in prison last week uh after foregoing her prepared remarks and unleashing the expletive uh prepared remarks she was like i'm not sorry about shit and while i'm at it the gas is too high the groceries is too high the rent is too high my sentence too high i was just in there like this nigga spitting right uh audrey southard rumsey 54 was found guilty in january of seven charges related to the insurrection including three counts of assaulted police officers three counts of civil disorder and one count of obstruction prosecutors say she was in the thick of the action uh posting selfies from the capitol calling for a revolution on social media mm-hmm. and using a flagpole to threaten a police a capital police sergeant child you gps and instagram and snapchat did everything go to jail which caused him to fall and hit his head on the base of a marble statue uh she also was caught on video yelling sexes and lewd threats towards nancy pelosi prosecutor said she riled up a mob of people outside the speaker's lobby she was she had a day i know she took a nap when she got home all she got was six years she better be glad that's all they gave her uh, outside the speaker's lobby during the siege while frightened lawmakers huddled inside a charge that prompted u.s district judge amit Mehta to tack on a rare terrorism enhancement to her system (laughs) but when she had her opportunity to speak and ask for and apologize and ask for leniency uh she didn't she delivered a 15 minute scathing diatribe that touched on everything from inflation to antifa 15 minutes yeah you deserved all six of those years dog right during the tirade she called her the prosecutors liars several times she spoke directly to the judge insisting that her life was being taken from her simply because people have different politics than mine ma'am there's a lot of people with different politics than that judge and others and they they ain't go to jail because they ain't roll up on the capitol they they did not roll up on that capitol 
i wanted to tell you exactly what you want to hear but i won't she said i won't lie there were vicious lies about me she also listed off her own set of grievances including her belief that they don't listen to us little people in the regular world saying she was ashamed of the u.s her own defense attorney even approached the podium at one point to encourage her to end the rent Mm -mm. that's bad Why, why why would you when your lawyer walk out the dugout like a like a manager <laughs> looking at a picture that just is out of gas and, just, right. and she waved Shout off out. she waved them off like nah i got this i get three more outs uh she concluded her speech which also touched on rising gas and grocery prices with it's not fair uh i can see her lawyer just shaking his shaking their head going you know what i lost this fucking case like i lost the fucking case they lost the case when when he hired when she hired this guilty she's oh, guilty oh yeah they they just taking their money because they, they, they gotta have is, defense well this is sentencing so he already lost i she's guilty. Said, he was like don't make it worse basically yeah the, the only thing that can happen is you can beg for forgiveness and hope you get a judge that goes like she was like fuck that burn everything uh also i love that she's literally one of the economic anxiety trumpers <laughs> literally Mm-hmm. she's like go what about grass and the fucking eggs is six dollars mm-hmm. okay, uh, i guess they do exist out there right um so they urged the judge not to grant prosecutor said don't be lenient then fuck her call uh they called her a one-person wrecking crew the judge sentenced her to, wrecking crew. the judge sentenced her to 72 months in prison as well as 36 months of supervised release and two thousand dollars of restitution damn <laughs> so that's basically seven years in prison um and two thousand dollars right yeah are you going you going to jail now yes you are <laughs> you going to jail now mm-hmm. she said fuck it let the f- burn girl in prison honey ah, yes you are honey you going to prison i realize the sound effect was gonna be so loud but yes that's hilarious prison go um but even as she left the courthouse on friday she maintained her protestation she telling a group of reporters that they are fucking liars god could you be more of a trumper the trump is like the media are brainwashed like i don't care it's a cult and they are brainwashed they said you can't she, tell me anything different she told the media you're why we're in this mess ma'am you ran up on the capitol and you ig lived it you are why you're in this mess what? fuck out of here they didn't frame you he's marion barry bitch set me up get out of here <laughs> uh, who i don't know who told y'all i was in the capitol building on that day but y'all the real problems like Ma'am, you, you told us you gps pinged you told us you was like it's your girl i'm in the capitol building i'm live right now uh i kill you next Pelosi. <laughs> like you deserve to go to jail hashtag i'm right here right hashtag white house oh my god get out of here ma'am a uh, husband of pink beret id'd and charged in january 6th capital riot now what you're saying to yourself because you're decent people and you probably don't follow this shit every day who the fuck is pink beret yes i knew it karen i, knew it. I anticipated your needs that's what a host does thank you well this woman right here on the left is pink beret and the man whose face is circled is her husband now you might be saying what do you mean identified because merrick garland's still looking for these motherfuckers we don't even have their names they'd be like uh pink beret husband what's his name (laughs) 
somebody find them you know somebody like we need to to look in um so yeah uh a man identified as a husband of the viral pink beret protester at january 6th insurrection has been arrested and charged for participating in the capital riots according to the records unsealed friday and obtained by the daily beast get they ass every last one of them you have to you have to make an example to show them you can't do this bullshit you can't run up here just because you didn't like the results of the election yep and FB, and i just love that they what was this shit in 21 it's two and a half years they're just like no still get them get the next one too voting matters keep buying that office so you know what they can keep getting them. just a big ass just a big ass spreadsheet just marking off names just a just a big ass fucking like picture blown up of the fucking and it's just x's over each face i got him got him up got three over here we need to get mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh his name is spencer geller um an fbi criminal complaint identifies spencer geller as the individual previously known as hashtag cali great geller was photographed carrying a large blue MAGA flag as he walked outside alongside jennifer vargas geller the pink beret rider in another video he could be seen pushing bike racks onto a line of police officers around the time yeah. the capital was first they act like they weren't being filmed and shit and didn't film themselves yeah and also like you did this you what? like you weren't peaceful protesters and no amount of re-editing and tucker carlson is going to change what what you motherfuckers did because the courtroom ain't beholden to the rules of fox news they're like well here's video you hitting somebody okay 10 seconds with tucker carlson don't matter to us Mm-mm. unlike vargas geller and you know what tucker carlson didn't do take his ass up there so guess what he's not getting fucking arrested but you went up there and did some shit so you are now they don't have any evidence that uh i guess the girlfriend um did anything well, oh wait i'm sorry so i think they do have evidence that girlfriend went inside mm. but they don't have evidence that he went inside the capitol grounds afterwards though he is seen at various other points within the restricted area of the u.s capitol the complaint outlines how the tipster who turned vargas geller into the fbi also helped identify geller uh it's, it's confused because vargas him? geller is the wife he's and he's geller go ahead yeah because that's the thing people know these people mm-hmm. so somebody somebody called in the tip and was like hey that's my cousin my mom or i seen them mm-hmm. yeah Shout and they knew the some white stuff for this ton of people in and they knew some stuff because they said well they used to be just friends in 2019 but since they done got married so they were putting the police up on everything <laughs> they was like ah they was like look i got the black tea this is what's been happening look he cheated on her one time and uh she mm-hmm. took him back like it's probably somebody mama i mean i got the english tea uh geller faces offenses including obstruction of law enforcement during civil disorder entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds disorderly or disruptive conduct in a restrictive in a restricted building or grounds disorderly conduct in the capitol building parading demonstrating a picketing in the capitol building so yep Woo! this is this is wild out here mm-hmm um let's see what else is happening with this um oh yeah shit <laughs> donald trump faces a possible indictment in that capital attack uh thing so he said that he got indicted and i say yes yes merrick i knew merrick was gonna do it everybody kept telling, denying it and i know they wanted to do it faster but that's why y'all motherfuckers can't be in charge because 
y'all to fuck something up eyes dotted t's crossed the only thing you can't do with this trump shit is somehow fuck up the case and lose you can't do that like it has to be like whatever however long it takes to make sure that you have as much evidence as possible to make his life a living hell that's what i'm asking because there's a distinct possibility that it might be impossible to lock up an ex-president in America, in this country mm-hmm. but it shouldn't but try well it, it, one you should try and it shouldn't be because you you were sloppy and it looked like a, a vendetta and it looked politically motivated it right. needs to just be this is what the law say player you can't do that shit right we ain't trying to get you you got yourself well you fucked around and found out and i love that i love that shit so uh i knew this would happen many people thought that somehow mary garland was gonna pull a, a robert Mueller, and I, I i see no evidence why they believe that no. other than just paranoia and like i said before and i would say this again Mueller did this shit that the public wants him to do Mueller told everybody what he was doing he was giving names and he didn't do shit and mayor garland's like i'm not telling y'all shit i got shit to do i am working work that's what i want you to do do your motherfucking job i will come out when it's time to to press charges or a verdict other than that you don't hear from me that's what the fuck i want i don't need to know what you're doing day to day every day don't give a fuck i want goddamn results and i think that's and i understand people are impatient but i think that's what's wrong with a lot of people they want to see the process don't give a fuck about the process can you convict or can you not do do your job it's also why i i like i don't believe those folks because what they're saying is like well if he did these press conferences and he did this media availability and he explained everything to us we we would just calm down we'd let it go and here's why i don't believe you now i don't think these people think they're lying but it's their own psychology right it's their own anxiety that is making them liars because he's done interviews he's done press availability he's gone on 60 minutes he's told you exactly what he was planning to do what he was going to do and yet you still can't let it go and it's because you much like me want to see trump put in jail put on trial for sure i get it and because of that your paranoia won't let you sit back and be like okay the steps are being taken no i need to know every day what's the update on the steps keep in mind it will make the case weaker it makes it makes it easier for trump's defense attorneys uh it definitely makes it easier to convince judges and juries of well clearly this is politically motivated this motherfucker's been on tv cutting mm-hmm. wrestling promos based mm-hmm. on arresting me the whole time you know appointing jack smith who people try to somehow give credit but not merrick garland which is Don't the make funniest no sense because he's the one that appointed him and everything that he's worked off of being based off of the of the work that that he did the funniest mental gymnastics happening right now is somehow you love jack smith but merrick garland ain't shit right and a lot of this is like those twitter intellectual niggas that don't be right about shit pessimistic about everything and so they can't move off of i said merrick garland ain't gonna do shit so now they gotta figure out a way that him indicting trump something that's never fucking happened before in, in american history somehow that ain't shit and somehow somehow he don't get the credit you know appointing jack smith no credit for that jack smith all the credit for the way he's been handling things it's 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 patently ridiculous at this point yes and i wanted to save time to read these kind of articles on the show because people need to be reminded it ain't just trump he he like trump is the easy one but i love that he's getting pink hat guy 
or whatever for guy with the pink beret get his ass too you know these motherfuckers trying to take the goddamn country yes they are and i and i feel like merrick garland the only one to take it seriously like it's not just a talking point he's not trying to get reelected. it's it's him being like no i have a job to do have a job and i'm gonna lock these white supremacists the fuck up dog and it oh you bored you over it because it's been two years i'm not over it. we still discovering new niggas every day and we coming to get them yeah and also it's one of those things where i don't know if this is his perspective perspective mayor garland but this is the way i feel you know what when y'all didn't uh allow him to be on the supreme court that nigga shook his head like cam newton and was like okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now okay he's not a supreme court judge but he could actually do more damage with, with what he's doing right now yeah and i don't even know if he's vindictive i've heard interviews from him before this before he was elected uh, attorney general uh i mean uh appointed attorney uh general he he really don't like white supremacists period like that was his work before any of this shit Mm -hmm. you know that's why i thought it was short-sighted when people shed on this and and say well they should have went with the dude from alabama i look i trust merrick garland i trust joe biden to do the right thing and they've done nothing but prove that they aren't relenting on this and joe biden is even smarter because he's not on tv every day talking about we gonna get trump thank god don't fuck it up just don't fuck it up make it seem as impartial as you can and make it seem like it's just the evidence and then lock his ass the fuck up in a famous Capitol riot photo a north carolina man stood face to face with a cop now he's standing face to face with jail oh shit yeah you love to see it um now i don't even know this this is a famous photo but uh you know this dude does look like he from like somewhere in north carolina i can't even imagine the photos they have up on boards that are like blown up extra mm-hmm. extra big and they literally are going around i think they're going around xing out faces that's what i said 10 minutes ago oh i know oh okay All yeah right, karen just just mm-hmm. taking my material and doing it again for y'all i y'all. am i am because you so Thief. you know what <laughs> you know i get this is the writer strike about (laughs) i get paid for these joke stealing uh and i bet you i bet you that's probably that green shopping around his head it was like (laughs) just take it off the wall uh he had a youth he has a youtube channel called the american patriot oh Oh, you should have known you was gonna get caught then oh it's you uh it includes a video of him performing composer george frederick handel's work why do the nation so furiously rage um on january 6th of course he took the show on the road photos and video from the deadly capital riot uh placed the 43 year old Asheville man and classically trained vocalist at the epicenter of the violence it's so ironic that like he probably got, he probably got this on his youtube channel it's so ironic that the um people that are against they always bring up looters and rioters as reasons to shoot people and the government should crack down mm-hmm. they never bring up january 6th though not that not that group of people they never like they never like try that in a small town they don't they never say that shit no they don't it's always like try try caring about black people getting killed by the cops in a small town it's never try running up on the capitol 
uh but yeah um he also appears in one of the most iconic photos of the chaotic day standing virtually face to face with michael fanon moments uh before the washington dc police officer is dragged away by the mob on monday he became at least the 30th north carolinian federally charged in connection with the attack he stands I got 30 of them niggas woo, north carolina was north carolina road deep going up there didn't they they must have took a they took the mega bus they took the bus bus yes they did he stands accused of the felony offense of obstruction of the law enforcement during a civil disorder and three related misdemeanors his case will be prosecuted in washington uh this is two and a half years after the riot and uh they're still arresting motherfuckers get them he's the fifth i bet just people scared going I, I hope i was blurred out was my hood up right he's right he's the second nc resident to be charged this month and the fifth this year and that's just one state right that's one state uh he's six hours away georgia supreme court dismisses trump's bid to shut down the fulton county fulton county probe full steam plant let's keep going i love it new york on his ass georgia on his ass feds on his ass we're gonna take that shit to trial um so yeah they i'm glad they didn't shut that down uh it's it's wild thinking this motherfucker's gonna be running for president and able to be like i need the votes in georgia and be like yeah so bad you tried to steal them remember that and it's like well i'm still on trial for that uh in an audio recording trump is heard discussing classified document that he says he held on to so for all the people that he didn't know the plausible deniability angle that shit was packed in that little ass bathroom like toilet tissue uh uh rollers what is we talking about um and this this is the thing that he always does is one he has underlings who typically are there to to protect him mm-hmm. they their their loyalty to him is so bad they'll go i'll go to jail for this man but in this case the fact that we even had that recording means his people is snitching right because i don't want no jail time mary garland didn't set up a wire so somebody brought that to him okay that's number one mm-hmm. number two he knows now i know what you're saying right we've been known he known i know we do everybody listening to the sound of my voice we know but to prove it in a court of law and mostly to prove it to what we call unobjective white people you gotta like legally show he knew knew like you can't be like all even that's why that's why they're going for this and not just january 6th it's gonna be actually very fucking difficult to probably prosecute him and find him guilty of insurrection because he's he he and the people around him were very careful in their words and actions on that day mm-hmm. so that it's so that you can be like oh i just i was just i didn't know what was happening i mean i yeah. i said i would go up there with you i didn't say I, I didn't say we were gonna hurt anybody so he's gonna probably make that a very difficult thing but we know he had no classified documents and we yeah. know it's illegal and we and he played right into the hands of the fucking feds when he was like i ain't gotta give y'all back shit yep bought I, them tooth and nail on that they was they was like can we please have our shit back i ain't got it so can we please have our shit back it was like a huge ass back and forth so having a recording of him actually saying in in just plain words 
yeah i know these documents is classified and i ain't supposed to have them is fucking huge that's an open and shut case um which is i knew when when garland brought the case i was like he got him because i just don't think garland would have brought a case that was like a, a case. maybe nope. and i think that's why he went for the classified documents thing and not just you know like people wanted him to do it just go straight for the insurrection and hey if we miss we miss it's like no we you know they tried to impeach and could not impeach him when he was doing that election denial shit Mm -hmm. like it ain't it ain't easy as y'all think january 6th rioter who electroshock michael fanon shouts trump won after he was sentenced to 12 and a half years Woo! 12 and a half years he got more keep his ass in jail because he come back out here this gonna be a horror movie nightmare for his ass he don't want to come back around here playing with me he got more well he got more than the rent lady that waved the judge off right I mean, wave the lawyer off. you're going to jail oh, i love these sentences you electrocuting people yeah dog you got to go to jail you can't be out here shocking people this is the other part that i that i said earlier and and you know listen to me now believe me later on but i said this shit like this this must have been like right in the wake of the aftermath of all this shit but i remember saying they gonna get the small fries first mm-hmm. but as this shit gets worse the more the longer it goes on you're gonna start seeing people get some big time time because it's gonna be people just turning on each other and being i i'm not a proud boy no more he did it you know it's gonna be that kind of shit and and everybody that flips and pleads they'll get lighter sentences but it's gonna be some holdout motherfuckers it's gonna be some people that did some egregious shit and they gonna start getting prosecuted and they gonna get them long long joints okay so it's more than a few months right i told you i've been right about all of it we've been right about all of it oh yes yes 12 and a half years by and they're so fucking there's such a cult he got 12 and a half years and said trump won oh yeah go to jail his name is daniel dj get this karen rodriguez rodriguez right what are you even doing over there one of these things Sir. is doing its own thing one of these things is not the same do you know what the people you imagine with call you and your people what is happening here fam thought you was different and i guess oh yeah i know he brown because he got the most time <laughs> he was like oh it is true what the negroes say he was not special black lives matters had a point maybe we should abolish prison oh too late Mm-mm rodriguez what is wrong with you 12 and a half years and you still saying trump won built different Mm-hmm. trump wouldn't pull what on you if he was on fire what are you talking about right Mm-mm-mm. uh a 35 year old man from north carolina was arrested friday after a video showing him pushing with great effort against police during the violence at the u.s capitol on january 6th uh circulated brevard resident alan michael st ong found uh faces a felony charge of civil disorder and misdemeanor counts of entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds and impeding passage through the capitol grounds or buildings according to the criminal complaint filed in the district of columbia that's another ong what is you doing there o-n-g-e uh i don't know what race that is 
okay so i don't i don't know um but yeah uh he made his initial court appearance in a friday in the charlotte-based western district of north carolina uh he did not return phone calls from the charlotte observer don't say yep so they still coming mm-hmm. um bob's burger star jay johnston is charged by doj for storming the u.s capitol on january 6th i think that nigga lost his job yep yep i think he was jimmy pesto yes he was i don't know i don't even really know if jimmy came back they was like uh jimmy ain't got no daddy uh, yeah, they'll figure it out they'll, they'll, they'll like, get me the mom got divorced the mom the mama get a better role they'll get a replacement Show somebody them. else can do the voice they can okay we won't miss you Mm-mm. uh you won't be around next year uh but yeah that's wild he's ran up on the capitol man like you don't know you got something to lose you an actor right like this like and, the, and you know what i always think when they like oh so-and-so ran up on the capitol he ran up on the capitol because he thought they would be successful agreed them people thought they was gonna get to them them congress people and stop that election they was gonna hurt some people oh they oh, just it'd have been, if they could have got their hands on somebody we'd watch somebody die live on television <clears throat> we're lucky they just were mostly inept yes and that the main thing that seemed to keep the shit alive was the fact that they were like uh we don't want to beat these white people on national tv the way we would if they was black oh, that mowed us down that 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 what they that uh plot armor white people have the natural plot armor in america so it was like the plot armor will protect me until that one girl got shot and it was like oops mm-hmm. apparently uh, there's different rules up in here yeah apparently i put it like this apparently we hit the people that was like hey bitch i got a suit on i don't i, I am not uh uh, uh the, the regular officer my job is to protect everybody in this motherfucking room told you once told you twice boom all right because you know what happened after that everybody was like oh she got shot yes they told her to not do that bullshit and she, she 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 got she got a bullet they shooting major look mm-hmm. trump or war north carolina man who pledged to kick ass inside the capitol is sentenced to seven months mm, they getting them folks down here in north kakalaka yep um the man's name is johnny harris of shelby he's the 11th north carolinian sentenced to prison for crimes committed during the riot he pleaded guilty in february to misdemeanor charge of disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building many defendants charged with similar crimes tied to the january 6th has spent little time in confinement or none at all i guess he thought he was i guess he was got 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 what they gave up i don't know i don't know other people had gotten nine to 90 days but as i said it's gonna escalate the further they go mm-hmm. so he was the first one today was like not 90 days seven months and i and i bet you the longer it take them to identify you the more the citizens it's gonna be too right i was like look we spent too much time add, add a few extra months it's like listen you can whoop yourself or you can come on get you we letting you pick your own switch <laughs> man that's basically how they treating these motherfuckers look you pick your own switch we can pick it which one you want to do which one uh so yeah that's the uh election news um let's move into some other news
a judge was caught scrolling through facebook and looking at gifts gifs whichever you pronounce it while she was overseeing her first trial involving a man accused of beating a two-year-old to death not scrolling through not scrolling through, through tiktok She's how like, they found out it started playing out loud um there's a camera in the courtroom and you can see from over her shoulder what and you know this yeah well she just thought oh, i know listen it's kind of getting repetitive i already know he beat the kid so do i need to see the full forensic breakdown let me just check twitter real quick <gasps> so that's the that's the picture it's from security camera and it shows uh her looking at the cell phone during the murder trial yeah 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 he killed him uh hold on a second elon changed it to x (laughs) (laughs) she's looking oh no oh no oh no 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 i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry y'all let me turn this off i mean listen anything that goes on for seven days i'm gonna look at my phone once i feel bad for the judge i can't even look at my phone people look at their phone while they doing all kinds of shit okay but, 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 but uber not, drivers be on their phone they're not doing the trial though they they i'm, I'm just saying i feel it's, bad it's not you know most of these are not life and death situations where people are grabbing their phones <laughs> judge tracy soderstrom a new state judge elected in november oversaw a brutal murder trial but that began last month uh the case in, case involved 32 year old christian tyler martzow uh who was accused of beating his then girlfriend's two-year-old son braxton danker to death according to the local paper this was her first case she began the trial by instructing the jury members to turn off all electronic devices right so how you gonna tell them to turn off dance but you're you're still running well i don't need to concentrate y'all do y'all the jury uh she said <laughs> i was gonna ask y'all afterwards what happened sum it up for me in two minutes or less what happened today in the courtroom Mm-mm. well she said look y'all need to concentrate without on the evidence without no interruptions tweet tweet hold on a second let me see my phone <laughs> that's funny anyway y'all need to concentrate um footage from the ceiling security camera pointed above the judge's bench showed her repeatedly checking her device um maybe once or twice they were like no you you was like i'm I'm gonna spend some time so it's probably minutes she was on that phone it's like you can't do that she used her phone throughout jury selection opening statements <gasps> and witness testimony oh so was she even paying attention marvel snap is an addictive game and i don't blame her what level are you sis did you did you make it to 100 i went much over my case not paying attention i'm just picturing her so i'm just <laughs> this is only gonna make it be funny to like five people but i just picture like something happening where the jury the prosecutor's like and that's where you were supposed to be on that night but i have a receipt that says you are actually over here and then they just hear oh snap and they're like what the fuck <laughs> and that big mm-hmm. <laughs> double snap um, not double <laughs> i am iron man like what the fuck is happening over right? there? Right? What is she doing? <laughs> Wind aid. <laughs> she playing Marvel Snap. <laughs> Got him. Uh, but yeah, footage from a ceiling security camera. Da da da. Uh, at one point, she checked her cell phone during tearful testimony from the victim's mother. What? Yeah, I'm paying no attention. <laughs> and then he. And then he 
oh snap (laughs) (laughs) and i walked in and i just the blood was everywhere and i didn't know what to do (laughs) got him um i am groot well are your honor is everything okay what is happening over there on the phone Every, no everything is not okay okay this motherfucker got professor x and i don't even know how i'm gonna get my doom by over there she playing somebody in the courtroom this motherfucker got wong and gambit come on man <laughs> <laughs> somebody jump up because they beat the judge right. <laughs> uh she held her cell phone in her lap sometimes and set it down the drawer of the desk which can be seen in the security footage throughout the trial um man the Did district you att- see that in your office do i apparently not karen okay maybe she was waiting on some important text district attorney at she was in the group chat with the other judges girl this nigga gonna lose this case i'm tell you right now <laughs> <laughs> tell you right now motherfucker. this is he he doing some prosecuting today i'm in here with uh anthony melvin he put that cute in prosecute you think i should holler at him hold on hold on here he come oh yeah it's very sad uh uh objection sustained oh no it wasn't no objection i'm sorry recess what y'all want to do <laughs> i'm sorry i was on my phone real quick catch me up what was happening oh no <laughs> habeas corpus oh is that a thing no Mm-mm. uh but yeah so everyone's judging her so how do you like it <laughs> now it's happening to you judge right uh man Mm-mm-mm. i'm surprised this doesn't happen more often you know what i am too because yeah because everyone's always on their phone i'm surprised lawyers aren't on their phone like giving closing statements and shit and i say if the drug the, the glove don't fit hold on one second Bing. oh lord he's a right took a damn instagram uh bathing suit spread oh my goodness what was i saying uh the glove don't fit something right he he did it anyway i don't know why i'm oh i'm bullshit let me follow her back i'm just taking his buddy let me dm this chick real quick uh he did it so this this shouldn't take long to how long y'all gonna be deliberating i got some more people to text uh yeah um uh missing alabama woman carly russell admits the kidnapping story was a hoax yeah yeah all that came out yeah her lawyer came out and officially said it was a hoax and her boyfriend dropped a statement on instagram meanwhile on instagram and i know i know he gotta feel like a special kind of fool but he just did the right thing like it sucks yeah family yeah they. it really just fucking sucks i don't blame the family because you want to support your loved ones it's what's really sad is that he said that shit because he it seemed anyway uh, because who knows but he said it seemed because he believed her right and then like so you talk to a biased person well of course right but then when this shit comes out like she was lying people was like well what was he doing to her to make her need to lie like that and it's like damn can't can't do nothing right yeah shit like that is a lose-lose situation i just want to blame somebody yeah like it's just wow i saw somebody today that said well now i finally believe she was lying i was like 
nigga her you waited for her lawyer to say something before you was gonna admit this woman was lying what what more did you need to see and if you feel this way you better be like this with everybody everybody better get the benefit down your life right you better never be like i think something bad you did something bad i think you lying how <laughs> you ain't think she was lying <laughs> she had to tell you uh but yeah he took the instagram and wrote like this <laughs> all words black and white post so you know it's sad oh no like the instagram models be doing carly's actions created hurt confusion and dishonesty i was made aware of that false narrative at the coming to the defense of my ex carly russell oh he threw that x in there myself and my family's nature was to react in love and genuine concern we're disgusted from the outcome of this entire situation i strongly feel exactly like you all blindsided with carly's actions this is still an ongoing investigation but with all the recent information and her confession now we gain closure with this situation thank you to all of my family and friends and the nation for support through this i want to also send my prayers and thanks to miss angela haley harris her team and all of the volunteers yeah and that was real sad because angela haley harris one of the reasons she's the person that helps people with missing people is because i believe her own daughter was taken uh, and i can't like imagine really taking like nothing fake about it right? i can't even imagine working on something like this and somebody was just making it up like on the one hand like it, yes it's better than if it was real and something happened to him but on the other hand it's like man you oh my god i can't I, I can't even imagine i guess it's just sad but i i mean i would get it if she was very mad about this too i would too wasted her time and resources yeah oh man thank you again for your unwavering support the severity in this matter has not been overlooked and i deeply respect the genuine support shared during the situation please continue to keep us in your prayers with love tomorrow so okay there's nothing wrong with that statement it's, yeah it's, it's really understandable uh and to an extent i understand why people feel felt the way they did because black women black and brown children go missing at a higher clip than any other group of people the reports is low we're we're not on the front page it's hard to get people to take us seriously when reporting our children missing you know it's hard to get the resources a lot of times we don't have the money to do all the rewards and all that stuff like other people do to kind of help push the case and and still you know even to today guess what you still hear about john benet ramsey i will never forget that child's name because that child's name has been everywhere for fucking decades and so it's one of those things where i understand people just going okay somebody's missing let's go find them i'm glad that that uh she was found i just hate that she was lying right because there's so many people that are truly missing and their family members truly want to find them and it's not made up and it's not a hoax yes yeah, natalie holloway it's all those names that we remember forever and now we're going to remember her name probably for a long time but as a as a as a joke um but no i don't think about like how it affects uh, the next black person and oh they not gonna look for a black woman next time it's like well these motherfuckers wasn't looking before uh anyone that isn't gonna look because this woman was lying wasn't gonna look it just is what it is agreed um is it embarrassing and uh, on an anecdotal level and sad and all that i think it's just sad for me i just yeah, think of it it's more the whole situation and is I, sad. you know and i know it's probably some weird chivalrous 
patriarchal feelings that make me feel that way because if it was somebody else i probably would be easier to just mock them but you know this it's like why i don't how people can watch like videos of black women like fighting and shit and be like look at this it's ha 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 and i'm like uh to me those videos aren't entertaining so nope this is just one of those things where i think it's a pure like i can That's find the dark humor i can is, find the things yeah and maybe because i didn't get involved early trying to like fight everybody about it i don't feel like i need to save face or like mm-hmm. pick on her the way everybody else is it's just kind of like uh oh, sad yeah you and know? i really didn't say a lot online because like i said until you told me i really didn't know not y'all funny it was a thing yeah because i mean i laugh at fucked up stuff all the time it's same just, this was one of those times i was like fuck man that's just sad for everybody involved you know um but if this had been some missing white woman i would have laughed probably to myself though i'm not gonna lie i I was thinking about this the other day we've done a lot of uh there's been a lot of fake white women kidnappings and uh i was like man it's interesting i i think we really don't cover those that often on the show i was listening to that behind the bastards and it was about that Mm. kind of phenomenon i was like why have i never heard of these people i was like oh because i just never really care like we might cover them and fucking with black people or something if Mm -hmm. they do something racist but anyway uh sexy red you know who that is Mm-mm. a rapper she's a rapper that you know the song pound town pound town my booty hole brown oh that yes yes i do you know you have to remind me yes i know well uh it's funny i was at the we was at the gas station yesterday yes i was getting some gas and somebody just parked in dunkin donuts parking lot opened up the back door to their suv and, and they was turning they had pound town cranking i was i was listening going i know this song i was like they i was like oh so they really gonna play it loud so all the 12 pumps can hear it it felt like uh it felt like a prank show like they had a camera on me and they were anticipating me having like a and, what the fuck reaction and they were so serious too yeah but they missed they messed up because they didn't get no action off of me because i was like yeah i don't mind that song shout, shout out to you but sexy red has responded to her critics accusing her of emasculating black men during her rolling loud performance on saturday conservative political strategist joey manorino who i've never Ooh. heard of took to twitter to criticize the performance of the up-and-coming rap star at the festival First of all, Joey Manorino, let me tell you what I do know about him. What you know, because I've know. never heard of him until the second. Mm-hmm. First thing I know about him, he had a blue check on Twitter. So he's an asshole. He pays Elon Musk because he's desiring to go viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, so that, that should tell you everything you need to know about his content. But Sexy Red of Pound Town is accused of emasculating, uh, now men now keep in mind joey Monarino's white okay so like his uh he don't care about emasculating black men and you fucking know it Mm-mm. like not that not these conservatives but here's the video uh uh is it showing it i mm-hmm. think okay uh here's the video of her coming out she's got two men on leashes wearing masks like on some bdsm shit crawling on the ground on all fours yeah her and snoop dogg yes exactly karen i don't see the difference would you complain about snoop dogg yeah he got whole ass covers mm-hmm. whole ass videos what are we talking about here he literally actually showed up to a red carpet with black women on leash yes he did he literally did that um 
so it's interesting because like most of this backlash that some men are having to the women rap movement it's just women having the, freedom and autonomy over their bodies to just do what they want to do and you're not attached to a dick the part of it that's about like virtue and these women is hoes and sluts now because da 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 here's the thing and i find it interesting hip-hop is 50 years old i'd say and i'm probably being generous the last 30 years of that because i I don't think it started this way but definitely within the last 30 years of that it's been men calling women bitches and hoes the whole time right not every man not all songs but enough and they cool with the ones who don't right we don't kick them out we don't say they not men they boys no it's your faves and i'm not even like trying to make this into like and And, you and my faves that's what i was gonna say i'm not even trying to make it into a men you did this i'm saying women like that shit too mm-hmm. you walk into every i don't give a fuck how righteous and pure everybody try to act you walk into a lot of spots and say when i fucked you last night baby many people of every gender sexuality whatever they gonna know them words if they have a certain age and all i'm saying is when that shit was happening see dolores tucker was like Mm-mm, and we was like shut the fuck up bitch we partying yep and we moved on calvin butts just sit your ass on your butts we are <laughs> having a good time didn't nobody want to hear that bullshit we didn't want to hear it Mm-mm. we're getting older now so we're trying to do this like no nah, i was always isn't it enough of that because you got a daughter now right so now you're thinking different snoop dogg's thinking different mm-hmm but these women are young right they're in their 20s they're rebellious and they partying they they doing anything now we find it acceptable when it's these rappers talking about like rapping and killing each other and actually going to do it we don't kick them out of the game we don't try to shame them and shit we let them come around we think they need guidance and love and leadership if anything we like maybe they'll grow out of it but some reason it's supposed to be a death knell for these women and the emasculation thing is a red flag for me it's like the freedom of speech argument as soon as i hear emasculation i'm like i already know what's coming next is some bullshit that i probably don't even believe in so yeah this they were emasculated okay well then i guess the women have another 29 years and six six months to catch up and then we'll call it even you know <laughs> before we can start getting outraged and acting like we're not outraged flopping with that yeah, bullshit like you can't call yourself a bitch or a hoe you can't talk about your pussy and your sexuality right how dare you i'm the only one that's supposed to talk about it and objectify you how dare you objectify yourself without me right basically that's what you're saying so yeah i just thought that was ridiculous um los gatos thai food too spicy lawsuit claims dragon balls cause chemical burns a spicy appetizer called dragon balls at coup d'etat a thai restaurant in los gatos is currently at the center of a lawsuit filed by a woman named harjaslene walia who claims that the dish caused severe chemical burns to her vocal cords esophagus and right nostril how hot was this shit right you know some places have warnings where they tell you hey dog this is too hot yeah in her lawsuit she states she experienced permanent injuries and will forever be damaged 
she's suing the restaurant and its owner the chef who cooked the dish the waitress who took her order damn how, what how the waitress get in it you didn't tell me it was gonna burn my burn my fucking face off other people have ordered this meal too right i'm assuming right. that she that this particular person ain't the only one that ordered the she meal. says she is suing anyone who in any way influenced designed prepared or participated in creating the dragon ball dish if you don't get out of here with that bullshit she putting the system on trash i want the motherfucker mm-hmm. that planted the the peppers <laughs> i don't know funny i and it, i think it's ridiculous but i could see you doing the owner what the what what, what the fuck i got to do with it i didn't know i was gonna you was gonna be fucking table 22 that day get out of here ma'am I want the delivery truck driver who drove the food. I'm putting DoorDash on trial. I'm putting you all on trial. The dude, I I'm want the, the car. I want the manager at the factory who had the workers on shift the day them peppers was grinded up. I want, I'm, t- I'm taking down Mrs. Dash, DoorDash, ah! Stacy Dash. I'm taking all the Dash, Dame Dash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the menu, Dragon Ball's advertisers described as spicy chicken balls with mint, shallot, green, onion, cilantro, kefir, lime leaf, and chili placed, priced at $11. It was advertised as spicy. She requested less spice as she doesn't tolerate spicy foods. Why did you, why the fuck did you order it then? I'm already off her side. I'm already. Why did you order it? I was holding out. Child, you better get salt and pepper to taste and get the fuck out of my face. I was holding out like it was a black woman missing. I was going to have her back. But she lost me when she said she saw it was spicy and was like, can I get some less spice? Nigga, stay away from the spice. You don't tolerate spicy foods well. Stop playing in our face. This is like me being like, I'm suing the Cheesecake Factory. I'm lactose intolerant. I had a whole cheesecake. I've been on the bathroom all night. It's like, what? But but you knew you were lactose intolerant. I said, can you take a little lactose out? Okay. I said, give me half a slice like what no you don't fuck with you don't get cheesecake it's cheese in the cake well I, i'm just suing everybody i'm suing everybody the manager on shift i want to sue the owner of the restaurant i want to sue the cook that made the cheesecake the waitress who served it to me i want to sue the table next to me because they kept talking about mm, this cheesecake so delicious and that's why i tried it because they was talking too loud and i was like i best i might want to take a bite okay <laughs> i want to sue the commercials that they put on tv to make me be like i'm gonna try some cheesecake factory i gotta sue them for time and emotional damage because i read all 63 pages of that menu okay the menu big as hell uh, <laughs> the server agreed to have the chef make the dish less spicy this is why listen i was a server cook that shit at the house i was a server and i get it because you don't ever want to tell a customer they wrong but now i'm grown and i not a server no more and i feel like i would have just said ma'am let's be serious you gonna sue order us. something else you gonna sue us ain't, us ain't you you know it's that thing like i get if you make a special request but i at a restaurant i wouldn't be shocked if it didn't turn out the way you want it yes and guess what less spicy still is spicy right however walia alleges that upon eating the dragon ball she immediately felt an intense burning sensation in her mouth throat and nose which led to her eyes and nose watering as well as coughing fits i'm also shocked that i feel like i don't want to say she's lying but i feel like she might be lying because like when we had dinner with a friend and her wife could not eat anything with onions and certain root vegetables and shallots and stuff like that 
do you understand how meticulous this woman was talking to this waitress and how long it took for them to build a rapport of trust before she said i'm gonna take your word for it we you have answered the 17 questions in the correct order for me to feel like you understand my plight in a way that when i eat this shit i'm not fitting to die here in front of this restaurant because it's already a man finna down the other end of this table because he had too many of these fucking thc nines whatever the fuck delta <laughs> eight whatever whatever we we about to have man, a man down whatever any second now whatever chuck norris called them movies <laughs> that shit karate chopped your ass so so but but the point was i i do remember that mm-hmm. and and I, and i was like yes that's how you react when you have a known issue and you like i can't have y'all fuck this up you can't just be like i will die if i have too much spice can you make it a little less spicy for me can you, just not- you know what that means stay away from the spices I'm, it would have been a longer conversation it would have been like well what's the that number that be on the side of the bottle what what number of peppers is going in that you know they, like, they do have the little peppers that's what i'm saying some rated like one to five or shit like if that. you know you have this issue why would you play like I, this i wouldn't even order nothing spicy i'd be like can you make it not spicy take the spice out in response to the situation the supervisor explained the restaurant had never previously encountered a patron claiming they had been burned by addition needed medical attention right because you can't put like this if this shit was flaming ball, hellfire, hot like this, me and Roger have been to places with like hot sauces. You know what? They have a fucking waiver where they go, if you try this shit, this shit is called seventh layer of hell hot. If you try <laughs> this shit, you might pass out and you might die. We are not held accountable nor responsible for this. And this person is the reason they had them waivers, I guess. Correct. But yeah, so here's the thing though, because this is what I was wondering we're assuming this person is right when when they're saying it was so spicy i'm not assuming that i don't know this person they could be lying and the supervisor said although the dragon ball appetizer is spicy they don't use excessive chili spice and it's not posted to possible to make a mild version of the dish as the chili is inside the balls right so now i do wonder if the waiter did promise them that or not it's like, oh, maybe they, we put the chili on the chili paste on the side or some shit. It's like, nah, you don't have trust in. Uh, customers who cannot handle spicy foods are generally encouraged to order something else. Regarding the ingredient that posed an issue for Walia, the lawsuit singles out the Thai bird's eye chili as making the Dragon Balls unfit for human consumption. How has no one else at the restaurant had this fucking issue though? Right. And other people have ordered this before. Yeah. How I, and that's my thing. I'm you the only one? Right. If this was a problem, it, it would be more than just you. Furthermore, the defenders are accused of negligently failing to test the heat intensity of the batch of Thai chilies before, during, and after using it. If the Dragon Balls, or the, in those Dragon Balls served to Walia, Walia seeking unspecified damages, medical expenses, and compensation for purportedly lost earnings in a lawsuit. Ma'am, if you don't get your salt and pepper to taste ass out of here, you had no business ordering that shit. You don't, you specifically said, I don't do spicy. Why are you ordering shit with a pepper in it? She also accused them of failing to train the coup d'etat staff to serve Thai iced tea or other dairy-based products in case customers have an adverse reaction to spicy dishes. So I guess the milk would help with the spiciness. 
is alleged that when she experienced her initial reaction to the dragon balls no milk ice cream yogurt or other dairy products were provided to help with the burning sensation despite her request for such items because no one's ever freaked the fuck out like this before ma'am right like you are having the time don't make it my fault right boy i swear as many, and as many top places as we've been doing shit like that yes if it was something that they knew was going to do they don't want to be sued so if they knew this was going to happen there would be something on there to tell them it don't eat this shit if you like it a certain way we are losing recipes literally you ain't got no business eating this <laughs> why i got that, that's just about as bad as the dude that make a shirasha the dude that created shirasha they told him to make it sweeter he was like bitch it's hot sauce now fuck i'm gonna make it right. sweeter for y'all gonna make some fucking marinara sauce and leave me out of y'all business right i'm gonna be over here making great sriracha like right. i'm supposed to you came here for the heat the heat but you're gonna get all right let's move into a different segment let's do some fucking with black people oh wait i don't want to do this one okay we don't got to do it then let's do um guess the race i'm sorry i was trying to wrap this up i don't know what made me do that A 7-Eleven clerk was busted for a big gulp battery. The big gulp was on the other foot Saturday night in Florida, of course Florida, where a 7-Eleven worker was arrested for striking a female customer in the head with a large cup of lemonade. Yeah, you know that thing was 110 ounces. Them tits be huge. I know. You know that hurt. I'd rather you hit me with the lemons <laughs> than the lemonade in that case. Right? Give you a fucking concussion. cops allege that miles taz jenkins 35 got frustrated with the customer overpayment he threw a big gulp lemonade with uh at the woman the incident was witnessed by three other customers uh jenkins reportedly was wet like she was at the pool jenkins reportedly made spontaneous statements admitting to striking the victim uh with the drink it's like i don't want no mysteries the alleged battery is being charged as a felony due to jenkins having a prior conviction for sexually battering a young girl a crime that he served several years in custody for you couldn't tell you was on the one strike list buddy you definitely on the one strike list you it's a miracle for you second chance if it wasn't florida you'd still be in jail um all right karen guess the race what's the name his name is miles taz jenkins black karen's going with black let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh jenkins that's a negro says uh i believe it's kiana um dumbass nigga shit says devil bitch uh eb <laughs> um all right taking a while for everybody else to get big drink black uh uh you want some juice honey um <laughs> big <laughs> big magic johnson what has he done uh all right <laughs> sorry i'm in my own world now uh <laughs> brick uh brick drink throwing black 
yeah eight hit the bitch black brothers <laughs> shaking my head at black everyone on this one went black 100 percent of you mm-hmm. and 100 percent of you got it wrong <laughs> with the last name is jenkins <laughs> it's white jenkins out there not just that his <gasps> his full name is miles which i saw with black i i so i associate with blackness because of miles uh you know miles davis i feel like people name their kids miles miles morales mm-hmm. miles taz t-a-z is his middle name like tasmanian devil taz sound like a black name jenkins i would have said black as well but that is the face of a white man i'm staring at what i don't know oh. i don't know check I, I don't know what happened shake that there. family tree you know it's falling out come on somebody Some, somebody brown falling out that Some, tree somebody uh an ohio plastic surgeon lost her medical license at the tiktok live streams <gasps> stop that stop. now talking about talking about suing Mm-hmm. I saw over this bullshit before I saw over some fucking spices. Right. Child, don't be popping and locking while you cutting me open. Stop it right now. This is stupid. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. Get. Get out of here. We are adults, and this is ridiculous. Hit the crap. An Ohio plastic surgeon lost her medical license on Wednesday after the state medical board investigated her for live streaming operations on TikTok and surgical complications reported by patients. The state medical board of Ohio voted at at a hearing on Wednesday to permanently revoke Dr. Catherine Roxanne Graw's medical license and fine her $4,500 based on her failure to meet standard of care. (laughs) At the hearing, doctors on the board said that Dr. Graw, known online as Dr. Roxy, had previously been cautioned about protecting patient privacy on social media. They also spoke about her treatment of three unnamed patients who had reported complications from procedures, including one whole surgery that she broadcast as part of a social, a part of social media. What? We're not, co- we're not recording this for medical purposes, like for other students and right. doctors and no shit like it's that. It's for the ground. It's your girl child child if you don't get out of here dropping it like it's hot right um dr jonathan b feibel vice president of the medical board recommended that her license be revoked because of the life-altering reckless treatment i'm trying to imagine i get home i got this fucking scalpel still in my spleen somewhere i'm like man this hurts what's wrong with my stomach and then i'm looking at your operation from tiktok being like that's me Oh, I see. When she did the stinky leg, she left the scalpel in there. Well, that makes sense. I'm suing. Yes. These outcomes were not normal complications like those that exist in routine practice of medicine, but they were rather caused by recklessness and disregard for the rules and governing the practice of medicine in Ohio. Mm-mm-mm. She trying yeah. to do the silhouette challenge, and I'm over there going cold blue on the table yeah in the next few years they get ready to, to make a in my opinion these boys they get ready to come through and like get your fucking asses off 
line like doctors and nurses and practitioners and dentists psychologists psychiatrists therapists they're gonna be like don't do this the patient confidentiality is the part that always bothered me because people think people think they're more anonymous online than they are right and i could see a situation where context clues people put together like who this person you're talking about that you've like given therapy and put some shit together like i I think people are way too loose with this especially in the professional settings this isn't your personal life like everything's not content and you're already getting paid for this it's called a fucking job it's called being a surgeon right yeah because i'm gonna tell you one thing honey you you, i found out you tiktok and instagram and facebook uh, and shit or or something and i prefer i professionally paid you oh yes shit oh motherfucker you getting a lawsuit i don't give a fuck if they knew me or not i did not consent because that's the thing the people don't consent to being recorded that's the problem yeah i did not i when i came in here but like this or if i consented to being recorded you know what it's for practices for what your job is yeah. not for that mm-hmm. yeah and i and i like i said i'm even saying the therapists that kind of seem like they're talking in general i'm even that a little bit weird to me because i think people can still be found out you know people can like you're not as slick as you think and and it only takes one slip up for somebody to just put the piece together and like oh i think she's talking about so-and-so mm-hmm. uh, or your patient to be like I don't give a fuck if they can't tell us me. I know it's me, and I don't want you talking about me. Right, and these companies, like somebody hasn't sued yet, but yeah, they're gonna get lawsuits off of this shit because they're gonna be like, I, I demand more than them being fucking fired. I want you to change your policy, saying they can't do this bullshit. Doctor Gall's social media presence amplified her reckless behavior, and accused, and he accused her of using it to grow her brand, not to educate. Uh, so she has not been allowed to practice medicine since uh the board suspended her license november 18th right so. right and 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 the thing is like i say it's different if i come in consenting but if i'm not consenting and i look up child and and and, and i'm your 52 tiktok for the day oh it's gonna be problems and repercussions what is guess the race care what's the person's name her name is well she go by dr roxy but it's dr Catherine roxanne oh black uh dr Catherine roxanne graw black karen's going black let's check the chat room some person said they already abstained so they must know the answer already so no problem uh kiana says pink toes uh i already said her name i'll say it again dr um Catherine roxanne graw is her name uh not getting a lot of guesses might be a bit of a delay uh go ahead i'm just thinking out loud okay well only one person's guest so far uh white nip tuck out on <laughs> nip tuck on out of here white my nigga white <laughs> white she gave the surgery so fast <laughs> i didn't know i couldn't do that white all right the correct answer is you missed it karen she was white you said black i did <laughs> wow they're getting rowdy uh it didn't cross your mind when everyone else literally went white not once <laughs> mm, interesting. i 
thought about changing it. I said, nope, I'm going to stick with it. Well, you might as well go 0 for 3. You might as well. Let's go to the bonus <laughs> round. <laughs> Uh, guess, guess I race. didn't know that white man was gonna have three nigga names. Oh wait, no, you don't get that version. No, oh, for two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm terrible today. It's time to guess the race. 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 All right, guess the race time uh last story um let's see i'm gonna scroll down to an old one to see what we got here how about this woman high on meth barricades herself in deputy's patrol car and shoots officer with his own ar-15 god damn real american hero an oklahoma woman high on meth was seen on video being detained in a police officer's car for crawling around and barking before she managed to slip out of the handcuffs, <gasps> find the officer's assault rifle, and started shooting out the window. So I guess they didn't have them on quick enough. Was she, was she bathed in uh, uh, Vaseline? What? This is some damn Jack Bauer shit. This is like, this could literally be an episode of 24. <laughs> it's like, you can't arrest me. I'm trying to save the world. It's like, get in the car, shut your ass up. Beep. All right. Beep. Next thing you know, you fucking flipping the handcuffs and wiggling around and getting the AR-15. Uh, but yeah, she was high on meth. Uh, uh, so I guess that makes sense. Um, Rachel Zion Clay, 36, was detained after a welfare check, uh, after homeowner Dale Moses called authorities because of her erratic behavior. Probably from the meth. Responding officers, I would, I would assume so. Responding officers say they only plan to detain Clay, not arrest her, when they fitted her with a double lock handcuffs and placed her on the back of the police cruiser. Not the double lock. All right. Well, does that mean two of them? I don't know. Okay. You sound very intrigued by that. I did. I never heard of double lock handcuffs. All right. I assume they they lock twice. Ah, okay. That's my guess. I don't know. I'm I do as much as I can to stay out of handcuffs. And me too. So I don't I don't know uh shocking i mean unless you nasty okay i mean that's shocking, that's different shocking footage from inside the cruiser shows what happened next clay slipped her right wrist out of her handcuffs reached the console towards the front of the car unlocked the gun compartment retrieving the ar-15 this is another reason i don't believe it when they be like safe gun training you're a cop she was able to get to your gun lock it load it up and shoot somebody you so come on uh yeah she began loading the magazine into the gun flipping the <gasps> rifle's flat flashlight on and off on and pointing it out the rear window and firing oh one officer and boats and moses were injured in the shooting as bullets grazed them but both were treated for non-life-threatening injuries and released from the hospital clay barricaded himself inside the vehicle for over i mean herself inside the vehicle for over four hours before she surrendered they found methamphetamine in her system you don't say that's the race white karen's going white let's see if she'll go oh for three on this one everybody i mean if i'm wrong on this one god damn uh meth and ar-15 it's a white stand back impossible white lady on the job says nerdy sensei uh nerdy the sensei i mean uh the correct answer is oh meth is the mayo of cocaine colored americans ozarks white 
i know my rights white the, <laughs> she alive white <laughs> they didn't kill her cockdacity she knew how to shoot it because she had an ar-15 at home and handcuffs in her bedroom next to the bath wizzy white correct there says right that's her and then this is her like loading up the gun and this is her shooting it out the window she could have killed those officers yep Mm -mm -mm. meth it's a great ad for meth though man how good that drug gotta make you feel to do that dumb shit hell of a drug i'm scared i don't need no meth if Mm -mm. if it's got you doing shit like that like it makes sense keep it away from me keep 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 that way don't all want right. it all right last thing we gotta talk about sword ratchetness police make arrest after being deployed to reports of sword wielding individual near mansfield members of derbyshire police shire brook wow shires uh safer, <laughs> safer neighborhood team were called to reports of an individual waving a sword at whaley in whaley thorns uh he's waving it in the air like he did not care and he really didn't when officers ran from the ad- ran from the address what <laughs> oh i read that wrong when the offender ran from the address officers were quick to respond with a foot chase followed by an area search unfortunately for them their bright red jumper helped locate uh them a short distance from the address they were conveyed to custody while other officers from the team searched their home address for weapons and the suspect was seen to be waving around on the streets okay um further inquiries are completed at all blah, 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 blah. okay so that was the end of the article that was a short article all right that's it we'll be back tomorrow with gastor and shalewa shalewa mm-hmm. from the uh uh, uh the goddamn the war report podcast so i'm getting tired and uh i think the thc is kicking in guys all right uh i said well, we did it just in time because you'd have been down for the count oh yeah i was gonna sleep i was gonna sleep so this will be up on youtube sometime uh eventually but yeah that's tomorrow at five uh can't wait to talk to them two of our favorite people Mm -hmm. until next time i love you i love you too